Elizabeth Balthry is known for murdering 650 innocent young girls. She'd bathe in their blood to maintain her essence and beauty for eternity. One deep breath. What up, everybody? <clears throat> Welcome <laughs> to Healing House Podcast. Um, it's your girl Brie and your sister Michelle. What's up? Live on the ones and twos. And today we're going to be talking about Hungry's fucking gnarliest serial killer potentially ever and first serial killer to be known on record. So, um, yeah, we'll dive deeper into that stuff later, obviously. Um, What's her name? Her name's Elizabeth Boucher. And it's actually Elizabeth, I guess, is how, like, you're supposed to say it. Um, Not to make fun of somebody else's language, but, yeah, I just think that that's funny. Elizabeth. So, yeah. Um, Michelle, focus, focus, focus. How's it going? What's your week like? What's the fall on one? What's the hot goss? The hot goss. Right on the street says. Bree and I went to Soul 19 and had a yoga... I don't cannabis mix. Uh, so con- it's called conscious cannabis. Conscious, so basically, yes. yeah, like you, it's like a ritual with the plant. Like you, first time I've ever done it. Yeah, you like uh, you smoke it, you intention set it, and you're grateful for it, and then you go through a series of movements that are choreographed to complement the marijuana. Yeah, and it was interesting. We had a fun time. <laughs> uh, recommend it. 10 but, out of 10. 10 out of 10. Five stars. But, yeah, it was pretty funny. I, like, kind of forgot I was stoned. <laughs> <laughs> like, during it, I was, like, you know when you, like, you just get high and then you, like, start doing something? And then you just, you're, like, why is this? Like, why am I doing, like, something else? Or why am I, like, this taking me so long? And you're, like, oh, shit. Why is this so awkward with this bank teller, you know? Totally. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I'm high. Shit, I'm at the grocery store, like and I'm just buying chocolate covered stuff. You know, like it's just totally. like almonds. It was funny too, like sometimes, like because I would like drop in, but then there would be other times I'd look around and like see people's faces, <laughs> and they're like, "Where am I?" <laughs> There's just a lot of fear in people's eyes that I would like lock with, but then there was also like some chillness. But yeah, it was good. Um. It's tourist season, which we'll talk about in the next episode, but it was necessary because, you know, the Hierophant hangs out with tourists, and it's all about ritual and routine and, like, taking in the power of structure. Mm-hmm. Um, That's my biggest thing right now. That is my Hocus Pocus, and it's, like, the theme of what that was all about. And my Hocus Pocus Pocus. Shut dude, up. <laughs> shut up. Kind of the... I was talking about... We, like, did a little intention study, and I was, like, finding myself in the in-between because I'm always like it's it's never one way you know yeah there's so much in between there's so much in between it's so easy yeah and I'm always like it's this you know this one thing or this opposite opposing thing it's like I can find the in-between the in-between of that 
and be chill about it. So I was like, and, and then it's like, oh, can I be super disciplined or can I, which is like yoga, my yoga practice. And then like, or just like doing nothing and like thinking I'm being creative, which is like smoking weed. And then I was like, can I just like be somewhere in the middle? Like, isn't there space for like both things? <laughs> like, it's not good or bad. It's just like me doing one thing over another thing. Yeah. There's like a place for all of it. Anyway. I'll be there. And like just, yeah. And most importantly, um, like ritual setting, like structure and routine going in yeah. to this because I'm like. And like when you're doing something to do it with intention and to ask the why, you know, behind it. And you'd, you'd be really pleasant, pleasantly surprised. Um, Mine, Hocus Pocus Focus, is also routine and ritual. So, like, I I have just had, like, a fucking psycho past, like, two weeks where you're just, like, on and going, on and going, on and going. And I haven't had any time to commit to any of my rituals that I have in the morning or that I have in the evening. Like, for two weeks, they were just, like, on the back burner, and then my cycle started on top of that. And I just had, like, a little mini baby, like, fucking breakdown this week. And it's because I haven't been holding myself accountable for my ritual and my routine because then of course like when I have my little breakdown and then There's, I'm like mm, nothing figure to it support out it. yeah You're like, oh, nothing okay. to support it but then I was like oh my god it's because I haven't been taking care of myself because I'm in, a, in an industry where like you're creating and giving an experience and that's a lot of output so if you aren't filling back up you get like your tank goes really quickly and so I just need to remind myself that I am deserving. I reiki myself in fucking my meditation at Conscious nice. Canada's. I reiki myself so effing hard. It's I'm a little sore from it. <laughs> um. Reiki the shit out of myself. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yeah. Um, but I uh, just I'm worthy of receiving my routine. I am worthy of being taken care of by my by me like I am a priority for me you know um so mm. that's mine yeah hokey pokey pokey licious um and for card time it's a little different so let's get started so open up your heart and your mind babies and receive the power of the tarot you know the cards don't lie Starting to feel it's right. All the attraction, the tension. Don't you see, baby? This is perfection. Card time. Choose a card. When we were at um, Conscious Cannabis, we pulled a card and then everybody went mm. around and like said their name. And it was from the Wild Unknown Animal Oracle, Oracle. And Michelle and I obviously both pulled cards. We got Firefly. I got Firefly. Inspired and fantastic. Duh. Fleeting. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> the Firefly, Firefly contains the light of a thousand stars. It's pure, radiant, and illuminating. This high-frequency charge cannot be sustained for long. Therefore, the Firefly card indicates a moment of inspiration or awakening that quickly fades if we do not catch it. There is a Firefly energy behind every poem, song, and invention. Our job is to be ready to harness this creative spirit when it graces our path. What can you do to support this precious and elusive light? 
Ritual. <laughs> yeah, creates, brainstorms, writes. I got the tiger. Lunar force, ease in darkness, feminine energy. The tiger hunts at night at one within the silence, fearing nothing. This card reminds us to take in the wild darkness to allow the lunar forces to soothe and heal our spirits. Sensuality, receptivity, and devotion are all heightened in the midnight hour, and the tiger takes advantage of these moons. Spend time in silence this evening, drinking in the potent calm. There is nothing to fear in the stillness except the awakening of your own power. I think that's so good for you to hear because we were, her, Michelle and I, the other night, we're talking about how we both get scared at night. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like your anxiety, like, your just anxiety rises. is out of control. It's like, I'm good. Like, it's like in the morning, I'm like, oh my God. It's like, it's like if I wake up, drink warm water, like, do the things that make me feel good, I'm like, is this joy? <laughs> and then, like, Can I have the it? longer I'm awake, it's just like, you know, the more, like, <laughs> yeah, the it's more really you dark, go in um, there. Yeah. I like contemplate my more entire you're aware. life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, maybe I just need to like quit my job and reinvent myself <laughs> and like move to another country. <laughs> no pressure though. Yeah, no pressure. It's all good. Um, Anywho, so I'm sure if we got those cards, this earth, uh, tiger's earth and the firefly's air, that a bunch of us, you know, went out of balance. We feel burnt out or feel dull, so that's the firefly. Mm. To like yep. bring that burnt into balance, right? Dull. Do yeah. something creative for yourself. Write a poem. Spend the time on yourself. For that earth energy and tiger, the lunar force. Ah, uh, when out of bounds, overstimulated. Hello. Uh, hello. Hello. <laughs> when in or ooh, it says to bring into balance candle gazing. Love a candle gaze. I did that in the bath today. Yeah. It was great. Gaze at some candles, y'all. I love candle gazing. <laughs> it's like my absolute fave. It helps me really relax. All right. Love it. That was great. Um, should we get into Elizabeth Alfred? Yeah. I'm scared. You should be scared. Bitch fucking murdered 650 innocent young girls. Um, Elizabeth Balthry. So to quote my sources, um, I listened to Morbid Podcast, um, Wikipedia, and Biography.com. Plus I watched like a shit ton of YouTube stuff. Wish I would have wrote it down. <laughs> you look it up on YouTube. It was Those that, are the ones I watched. Right, yeah. It was that late night like anxiety panic attack. <laughs> um, but yes, Elizabeth Balthry. Elizabeth Balthry, um, so her Elizabeth in Hungary is pronounced Elizabeth, and Balthry is how her last name is pronounced in, you know, for using the Hungarian dialect. Mm -hmm. But in the U.S., um, we think of her as Elizabeth Balthry. Elizabeth Balthry. <laughs> Elizabeth Balthry. <laughs> Elizabeth Balthry was classified as many characters and is infamously known as the Blood Countess, Vampire, and Murderer of Hungary. It was never confirmed that she drank the blood of her victims. She did, however, murder over 650 innocent young girls. Yeah, so the stuff about her, like, that's kind of like if you hear her name, um, if you're a history buff, if you're a witch, or if you, like, really like true crime, 
um, there's the biggest like myth that's around Balthory is that she bathed and drank the blood of her victims. Um, it is known that she had like chewed on some of the victim's skin before, like to kind of like jerky or like, I don't know, like I need a piece of gum and like an oral fixation. Yeah. She has done that. Um, however, there's no like facts or evidence, which everything that we're going to talk about is stuff that was actually recorded, but none of that has ever been put to truth or like has any factual or evidence backing behind it. It's just kind of like myth and lore that she oh, like boy. bathed in the blood and like drank it and shit <sighs> to like maintain like beauty, youth, and essence. Kind of like that makes this. more sense to me than chewing on the skin. Yeah, no, she che- really because the chewing on the skin makes more sense to me. That's disgusting. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, both are disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't chew on skin regularly, <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, it's all gravy, baby. Actually, it's not gravy. <laughs> it's not cool at all. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> um, Bathory was a wealthy and powerful Hungarian noblewoman whose relationships included an uncle who was the king of Poland and a nephew who was the prince of Transylvania. Right? So Bathory was, like, up there. You know, like, she wasn't just, like, an, an you know... A noble, a noble woman is mm-hmm. that would be would that be a lady, of some sort, you know, or somebody that just like married a dude who owned land and like her family owned land, like she was she, somebody. She yeah, essentially yeah. She then that's why she got away with so much and like a giant volume of victims like that was because like you know if you have power then you can kind of do whatever the fuck you want. So with her. You know, her uncle being the king of Poland and had a nephew who was the prince of Transylvania. That kind of puts you pretty high on on the totem pole. And we also know what comes along with power is that people really, really abuse it a lot of the time. You know, you get the right recipe for disruptive and destructive human being and it could cause chaos with the right amount of power. Bathory was born in Hungary on August 7th, 1560. Uh, the name of the city, I'm going to go for it, is called Nairabator. Um, I apologize to everybody who is Hungarian. In 1610, she was accused of gruesome acts of a serial murder and confined to her home, Castle Kastish. At the age 11, Balthory was considered a beautiful and well-educated girl and became engaged to the cor- to Count Finesse Nassidy. Get this, she was fucking 11 years old. She was 11 years old and he was 26. What's his name? He sounds like a vampire. Um, His name is... Count. Yeah, Count. (laughs) Frenic Nasty. Freak Nasty. Count Count Freak Freak Nasty. Nasty. (laughs) Man name I call it. (laughs) Yeah, but... um, And also, too, kind of a story behind that is, like, while they were in a like courting each other she, rumor has it that she got pregnant with like a simpleton's like baby like some surf's baby and she had to have it like in secrecy like out of wedlock how do you have a baby secretly i don't know oh so what they did is they sent her away to go live with her like aunt and uncle until the baby was born and rumor has it that they killed the baby oh my God. yeah i'll be back in um, I'm going nine to... months. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go kill a baby. <laughs> but it's just to visit somewhere. Yeah, I, it's just, yeah, we're just, I'm just going on an extended vacation. It's camping. 
I'll be back in nine months. Right. Uh, Elizabeth's family was incredibly inbred, which could cause a lot of physical and mental complications or illnesses. Like, that was, like, how it was back in the day. Like, if we go back and we talk about, too, you know, you go back to the Rasputin episode, a lot of those European families were huge on inbreeding. Again, the intention of this is to keep your bloodline pure. You know, it's like epigenetics pre-epigen it is epigenetics you know you're trying to keep your bloodline as pure and clean as humanly possible but in your pursuit you do the complete opposite you completely fuck people's minds and bodies up and so a lot of people are thinking that that also her family was super into like sadomasochism pedophilia um and just kind of very bizarre or just things that you shouldn't be exposing a child to at a certain age that involves like sexual sadistic kind of ritualistic sex acts and stuff like that so she had quite an elixir not an elixir but quite a potion that created the chaos of what is elizabeth bowthory knowing that her background was like that her husband was a leader in the hungarian army and became accustomed to torture manipulation and murder so her husband was like a gnarly dude in like the great war again back to rasputin um there was a huge war in eastern europe that went on for obviously a really long time because it's called the great war (laughs) um you can go back to that episode if you want to learn a little bit more about that and world war one and stuff but yeah her husband was high up there uh, in the ranks and kind of led like a, a cavalry and like a little mini quadrant i don't really know military like <laughs> terms of humans and, and within that time he actually showed elizabeth ways to torture he actually helped her kill her very very first victim which was just a girl what would happen is like women back in the day if you had like you like let's call it middle class in a way if you were like middle class or you had some sort of wealth and status attached to your name, you would go to kind of like a finishing school in a way where you'd learn how to be a lady, you'd learn how to drink tea properly and like dance and play piano and crochet and do other activities that For would sure. spiral you into insanity. Checks out. Yeah, pretty much. So it was like one of her, her students, right, who disobeyed her and pissed her off. And this was kind of like the beginning of like, her outbursts and her temper what happened is her and her husband was like hey i'm going to show you this technique that i used to use on soldiers uh prisoners of war she covered a young girl with honey and left her outside for the insects to devour her and then the elements just eventually killed her off this was a common method of torture her husband would use on pow's Balthry, though, widowed at an early age. Her husband died. Um, it was very, you know, very common for you to not really live past 50 back then. She actually lived to be pretty old, which was like a 50s, 60s, which uh, is not known of, you know, for that time. Um, but yeah, so she widowed at an early age. After her husband's death, she began enticing uh, young women and girls to her castle more actively. So rather than people seeking like her services out, she was like sending her servants and she occasionally would go down herself into town to kind of solicit the service that she would offer up at the castle, like this finishing style school. She would advertise herself as a finishing school for women. She would invite women of lower class to her castle and promise that they would build skills that would be appealing for noblemen to marry. 
Naturally, parents would jump at the possibility of their child having a more stable and fruitful life, right? Like, yeah. if you're like, oh, this chick is like, hey, let me take your kid under my wing. I'm going to teach her all these great things that's going to benefit their future and your lineage's future. Parents are going to, like, shove them into it. It's yeah. kind of like, if you think about Roman Polanski with, like, those young girls, like, that mom, you're like, your daughter gets invited to a party with Roman Polanski who's saying that your daughter is going to be a star. You know, back then, he's a basic white dude, so she's going to drop him off thinking that her daughter's totally safe and fine. She's going to be a star. She's going to be a star. Even though there's coke and sex inside the house. So, you know, like, that's that's just what happens. Like, sometimes people, when you're in a situation, you feel desperate and you want to help and put your kids through a better future. Sometimes you get a little blindsided, you know? But that's okay. I mean, it's not okay. Why do I keep saying that the, the kind <laughs> but, of shit is okay? Yeah, Bathory's victims, you know, God, she, it was just like an array of different tortures that she would do. And it was very, very much impulsive. It was like a wave, it was like a manic wave that would happen that would drive her to desire to just torture these girls. It could be at any time of the day, any time at night, uh, any one of them, and it could be a random torture at hand. It was very, like, chaotic. So, like, even though she're her torture system was you know meticulously planned to get her victims into the actual castle as far as like when she would decide to have these acts it was totally manic unpredictable not a good thing. yeah unpredictable <laughs> and like you hear about how sometimes like she'd just like tear the fucking house apart like she was she was out of control like completely unhinged was she like in a blackout or <laughs> yeah um i mean she no she no. never says anything about right. a blackout but you know it, it, it's very similar behavior to somebody that you would think would black out but yeah so we had the method of her um you know taking her victims outside and devouring them you know covering them in honey and letting insects and the elements devour her she did kill like one guy or like one young boy during colder parts of the year the young women might be stripped naked and forced into like deep gnarly ice baths outside right? and just watching them die of hypothermia which is fucking really crazy bathory sometimes tortured girls I would rather, I would, no i'm not taking the ice bath no i don't do not want to do that like they would take ice baths and then just be left to like be abandoned outside and this is just if she's just manic and pissed off like it's not like you know it was a nighttime ritual or something she just got freaked the fuck out and and pissed off Right, so we have the deadly ice baths, the honey is being devoured by the elements and the insects. Bathory sometimes tortured girls by driving needles into their fingernails, cutting their noses or lips, or whipping them uh, with stinging uh, nettles. So, like, no, yeah, no, I am. No. I, I, yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. She would bite shoulders and breasts as well as burn their flesh, including their genitalia her fucking torture knew no boundary like her it was just like middle of the night i'm freaked out and i need this to like ground me and calm me down so she would just beat yeah. someone to death or torture someone oh uh, i don't like the way i feel i need to cut someone's nipples off yeah 100 percent. or at, for her it would be bite someone's nipples off she's mm. she was like biting clits off she was bite skin she would bite breasts yeah it was like and then like i said like sometimes i was telling michelle at the beginning earlier is that like Sometimes she 
would like take little body parts like pieces of skin or maybe a finger or something and just like chew on it like an, a weird oh. oral fixation that she had um but yeah she had a lot of fucked up shit and i had i think it has to do with the inbreeding how she was being brought up with like sadistic like um. you know sexual shit like in front of her when in an age when it should not be presented so i think she has it's a lot it's a balance of like nurture and nature for her for her special type of psychoness. She would beat her victim so badly that you could pick up pools of blood with your hands and hold it like a cup. Like that was very, very common from when all of her servants who were ordered to like beat these girls or like clean up after her. Like she wanted people to be able to like hold pools of blood in her hands. And that's also kind of like where they got the like, you know, idea that oh, Elizabeth Bowthory, like, bathed in the blood of her victims because, like, you were able to pick up, like, puddles of blood in your hands from these Mm -hmm. girls. Yeah, it was really, really fucking sad. Not only did Bowthory do this to her victims, but she would command her servants to help her as well. Four of them were convicted at her trial. And these four servants, too, were, like, sentenced to, like, death, like, hanging, like, just gnarly death. But a physical, like, execution, like, post-trial. And we'll talk about what happened to her, too, as well. It's kind of fucked up that, like, these servants who are, like, I'm at the mercy of this serial killer, I've seen what she's done to women, are being held accountable for probably something that they were having to do out of, like, a survival method. Kind of well. But, you know, they still did do that. So I will, I'll say that, you know. Rumors were spreading that people began to notice the missing young women. Some even reported them as dead or abducted. Again, this comes from her status, her wealth, that she's able to get away with, like, abducting these girls and killing them and murdering them and fucking nobody coming after her for it. And when she went, like, a little bit below her class line for these girls, like, nobody believed those parents, you know, over, like, somebody who's a fucking, like, your uncle was the king of Poland, you know, and your nephew was, you know, prince of Transylvania, you know, like, she, if you have a status, like, people aren't going to question you. If you think about how long it takes, like, somebody, like, even Jeffrey Epstein or somebody who has lots and lots of money to be, Donald Trump, to be, like, convicted of a crime that's obviously they've done. Um, However, justice does come for Elizabeth at some point. On December 29th, 1610, Count uh, Gregory Thurzo, who oversaw judicial matters as the Lord Palatine of Hungary, arrived at the Bathory Castle to investigate the Countess's alleged crimes against women of noble birth. He reportedly surprised Bathory in the middle of her torturing a victim and in response immediately imprisoned her in her home. Her high status meant that she would not be jailed as a common criminal. So even though he walked in in the middle of her torturing this young girl, they still didn't take her like He's like, up to your room. Yeah, pretty much. Like, slap on the hand, go to your room. I'm putting the lock on the door and some dudes to watch the spot. That's it. Like, yeah. And she's just like, oh, okay, but I'm such a bad, noble woman. Four of Balthry's servants, servants, three females and one male, were arrested, questioned, and subjected to torture and executed. Their court proceedings began early in January 1611, 
These servants denied their culpability in the murders, but admitted to buying um, multiple victims and luring multiple victims. Through the number of their accounts varied between 36 and 51. <sighs> Damn, that's a lot. Yeah, I th- like, think about individually, 36, 51. And that's just them luring bitches. I mean, victims in. In addition to <laughs> shifting blame to their mistress and each other, they also implicated a deceased servant, Darvulia, who served as a maid and governess. Two of the women and the male servants were sentenced to death, which was quickly carried out. The fourth was spared immediate execution, which happened to her afterward is unknown. Another woman who supposedly used magic to aid Bathory was also killed. So, you know, again, she did grow up with like, a, a, you know, a background within the occult. It doesn't mean that that's bad. However, women in Hungary also too, back then, like if you had noble birth, you were encouraged to learn, like to be, like to, to explore things, to like create. Um, It wasn't as sexist as some other areas of the world but i mean women obviously still had their boundaries that they had to like crash through after the execution thurzo continued to investigate the countess one witness stated that bathory herself had listed 650 victims in paper though the number of victims varied in other testimonials and the countess extracted a death toll um, that still remains unknown the evidence gathered by Thurzo also included 289 witness statements. That's 289 people witnessing her acts or her luring people or know of it. And what ended up happening with Elizabeth is basically she was just on house arrest until she fucking died naturally in her home. That was it. She was like, I'm chilling up here. Yeah, she's like, I'm chilling. It's all good. But yeah, so that's the story of Elizabeth Baltry. Elizabeth. Blood drinker, but... Blood drinker, vampire. Basically, yeah. Yeah, she was like a super crazy, just like out of control human being. And and it's sad because it's I personally think it's mental illness and the background that she grew up with. Not justifying her murdering these innocent young girls, but like... If you think about it, like, she's acting out these sadistic acts on these young girls, and she she was a young girl when she was witnessing those things, so I wonder mm-hmm. if it's, like, this space where she, like, her brain is like, this is what's supposed to happen, this is normal, this is what little girls want. You know what like I mean? The, yeah. The... That's a sad one to repeat. Yeah, a super-duper sad one to repeat. So, just, like talk to somebody don't start like murdering people and like cutting off like pieces of skin and chewing on it and mm, honey yes. badgering people and ice bathing people to death like let's let's not do that that's not cool people talk do- to someone <laughs> people be doing ice baths for fun now oh my god yes which um i've done one i've done it twice have you done an ice bath i did one the day before i came here oh you did yeah how'd it my go? first one it was great <laughs> it was cold as fuck i didn't love it but it felt good afterwards <laughs> oh you always feel so good especially if it's like pretty nice outside and i hated like it while sun. it was happening yeah <laughs> no no i think my boss she can stay in for like four minutes i can only, i only did a minute like that's the longest i could do but yeah four minutes is like another level 
But it's good for like recovery and rehab. I don't know how we got to ice bath. <laughs> oh, because that's how she killed people. Yeah. Um, it, <laughs> be careful when, when you're doing your ice baths. Um, but yeah, that's all I that's all I really have today. Um, next week we're gonna or the next episode we're gonna be talking about Taurus season. Taurus. Um, so we're gonna be throwing down all things about that sign. Um, we also have a tarot workshop coming up in October. The link is in our Instagram bio. It's called The Fool's Journey, a tarot workshop with Healing House. And thanks so much for Soul19 for sponsoring that. But also rate, review, subscribe, fucking follow us, tell a friend, join the coven. That's the dogs howl. They're seconding. Tell your dogs about it. Tell your dogs about it. (laughs) Maybe break a toad that's filled with formaldehyde and, you know. Just tell one person about it. Yeah. Tell one person. Or their spouse. Yeah. You are matches. Yeah. Take one deep breath.